0: Chapter 1. The Old Testament is about Jesus. Many people search for Jesus. In the Bible, we have an account of someone finding him and recognizing he is the Messiah. The person was Philip, and he wanted his friend Nathanael to meet him too. When Philip spoke to Nathanael, he revealed why he thought Jesus was the Messiah. We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote. Jesus of Nazareth the son of Joseph John 145 The law and the prophets was a title for the Old Testament before the New Testament was written Philip understood the Old Testament was about Jesus which is why he believed Jesus was the Messiah He expected Nathanael to be convinced he was the Messiah as well because he would also recognize him as the one identified in the law and the prophets Jesus also said the Old Testament is about him. Luke twenty four twenty seven. Beginning at Moses and all the prophets, Jesus expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Luke twenty four forty four, Jesus said, All things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets, and the Psalms concerning me. Hebrews ten seven, Jesus said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book it is written of me. How is the Old Testament about Jesus? He is primarily revealed in two ways. First, there are prophecies of him. For example, these verses state he would be from the tribe of Judah, Genesis 49.10, receive King David's throne, second Samuel seven twelve through 13 be spat upon and beaten, Isaiah 50, verse 6, be silent in the face of accusations, Isaiah 53.7, spend a season in Egypt, Hosea 11:1, ride into Jerusalem on a donkey, Zechariah 9:9. 9, 9. And the list goes on and on and on. Jesus fulfilled around 350 prophecies in his first coming. The second way the Old Testament reveals Jesus is through types or shadows. Hebrews 10:1 says, the law was only a shadow of the good things to come instead of the true form of these realities. Colossians two sixteen through 17 says, A festival or a new moon of Sabbaths are a shadow of things to come, but the substance is of Christ. Shadows are a fitting way to describe the types of Christ in the Old Testament, because shadows provide an idea of what something looks like without completely revealing the object. The Old Testament does this with Christ. A shadow is evidence that something is casting it, or in the case of Christ, it is someone finally nobody looks at a shadow and believes it is the real thing nobody sees the shadow of a tree or a car and thinks it is a tree or car shadows have no substance they are not the reality in colossians 2:17 jesus is the substance and in hebrews 10:1 he is the reality the new testament identifies many types and shadows of christ in the old testament for example John 3.14 compares Jesus with the bronze serpent. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. John 6.32-33 compares Jesus with the manna. Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is He who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Romans 5.14 compares Jesus with Adam. Adam is a type of him who was to come. 1 Corinthians 5.7 compares Jesus with the Passover lamb. For indeed Christ our Passover was sacrificed for us. 1 Corinthians 10.4 compares Jesus with the rock that accompanied Israel in the wilderness. Israel drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Hebrews 10.20 compares Jesus' body with the veil in the temple that, when torn on the cross, revealed the access believers have to the Father. We have a new and living way to God, which Jesus consecrated for us through the veil, which is His flesh. Certain practices look forward to Christ. The law commanded sacrifices for sins, and each sacrifice looked forward to Jesus, the true and greater sacrifice for sins. Circumcision has its fulfillment in Christ because he helps us put off our sinful flesh. In Christ you were circumcised, without hands by putting off the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Colossians 2.11 Hebrews 4.1-9 says, The rest people enjoyed on the Sabbath was a picture of the true and greater rest that is found in Christ. Miracles in the Old Testament prefigured some miracles Jesus would perform in a greater way. Moses unleashed ten judgments on one nation, Exodus 7-12. through 12. But Jesus will unleash twenty-one judgments on the whole earth. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Revelation 6:15 6, through 16. God took Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, 2 Kings 2:11, but Jesus ascended to heaven on his own, Acts 1:9. Elisha fed 100 men with 20 loaves, 2 Kings 4:42 through 44, but Jesus fed 5,000 and 4,000 men with 5 and 7 loaves, Matthew 14:13 through 21 and 15:32 through 39. Elisha cleansed one man of leprosy, second Kings five, one through fourteen. But Jesus cleansed ten men, Luke seventeen, eleven through nineteen. Elisha knew what Gehazi had done, second Kings five twenty six, but Jesus knows what all men have done, John two, twenty four. Elisha's death gave one person temporary life, second Kings thirteen, twenty one, but Jesus' death gives many people eternal life. Romans 5.18 What is the purpose of all the prophecies and shadows? To lead people to Christ. Jesus said all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. Matthew 11.13 Jesus was veiled throughout the Old Testament in the types and shadows, but when John the Baptist arrived as Jesus' forerunner, he was no longer veiled. John pointed at him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John 1.29 The Old Testament serves as a treasure map. Paul asked a question many people would answer incorrectly. Galatians 3.19a What purpose, then, does the law serve? Typical answers would be something like to show you how to be a good person or to help you get to heaven. The law serves the opposite purpose. Instead of showing us how to be good, it shows us we are not good. When we become familiar with the law and see what it requires to be good or righteous, we see we have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 Galatians 3.19b It was added because of transgressions till the seed, Jesus, should come. The New Testament was written in Greek, and the word for transgression is parabasis, which means going over. People transgress when they know where God has drawn the line, but they step over it anyway. Although people can only transgress if they know where the line is drawn, the law reveals the line, and thereby also are transgressions. Romans 3.20 says, For by the law is the knowledge of sin. The law helps us see our need for a Savior by revealing our sinfulness to us. When we look at the standard the law sets, we see how far short we fall from keeping it. Romans 5.20 says, The law entered that the offense might abound. This does not mean God gave the law so we would sin more. Instead, God gave the law so our sins would become clear they would seem to be abounding or springing up around us. In Romans seven seven, Paul said, I would not have known sin except through the law, for I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, You shall not covet. Paul did not know he was sinning until he learned the law said not to covet. We naturally think we are good. Proverbs 16.2 and twenty one two say, All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes. And Proverbs 30:12 says, there is a generation that is pure in its own eyes, yet is not washed from its filthiness. How could filthy people think they are pure? They are not familiar with God's law that would reveal their filthiness to them. Jeremiah had one of the most painful ministries in Scripture because he addressed sinful people who thought they were good. Notice his and God's efforts at reaching them. Jeremiah 2.23, Jeremiah said, How can you say, I am not polluted, I have not gone after the bales? See your way in the valley, know what you have done. You are a swift dromedary breaking loose in her ways. They thought they were not polluted, but they pursued idols like an animal in heat pursues a mate. Jeremiah 2.35, God said, Yet you say, Because I am innocent, surely his anger shall turn from me. Behold, I will plead my case against you, because you say, I have not sinned. God said he would judge them because they were sinners who said they were innocent. The problem with people who think they are not sinners is they see no need for a savior. People only want a parachute when they know the plane is crashing, a cure when they learn they have a disease, the fire department, when they know there is a fire. The law says, your plane is crashing, you have a disease, there is a fire. This is what Jesus meant in Luke 5.31 when he said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. People who think they are spiritually healthy do not recognize their need for Jesus. The law can show them they are spiritually sick. Despite how important the law is, it does not serve the same purpose throughout our lives. Paul says, it lasts until we come to faith in Jesus, the seed. Galatians 3.23 But before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law, kept for the faith, which would afterward be revealed. We should not interpret this literally to mean there was a time when there was not faith. Justified means declared righteous, and the law cannot justify us because we are too sinful to obey it perfectly. Therefore, God graciously allows justification to take place by faith. He says to wretched sinners, because of your faith in my son, I will give you his righteousness. Sadly, those unfamiliar with the gospel claim they are righteous because of the way they live but the way they live only demonstrates their unrighteousness. 2,000 years before Christ came, Genesis 15, 6 says, Abraham believed in the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Abraham was justified by faith. Believers in the Old Testament look forward to Christ's coming like believers in the New Testament look back on Christ's coming. Before faith means before people put their faith in Christ. Until then, the law held them in custody, or kept them captive and imprisoned. Galatians 3.24 Therefore the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. When people become Christians, the Old Testament served its purpose in being a tutor, or treasure map, that led them to Christ. Galatians 3.25 But after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. Just as before faith came meant before putting faith in Christ, after faith has come means after putting faith in Christ. At that point, we no longer need a tutor. Because the law has served its purpose in our lives. The Old Testament served as a map to lead us to the treasure, which is Christ. Do not miss the treasure. Therefore, if you learned everything the Old Testament could teach, if you could recount every story, recite countless verses, but it did not lead you to Christ, then you have made the same mistake the religious leaders made in Jesus' day. Jesus criticized them, saying, You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and these are they which testify of me. If you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me, John 5:39 and 46. If you miss that the Old Testament testifies of Christ, then you have failed to let it be your tutor. If you read about Abraham and Isaac, but you fail to see the true and greater father and son, then you miss the treasure. You are looking at the shadow of a tree while saying, look at that amazing tree. If you read Genesis 22 and only see Abraham and Isaac, in the language of Hebrews 10.1, you are missing the reality, which is Christ. In the language of Colossians 2.17, you are overlooking the substance we find in Christ. Questions. Number one. Why did Jesus say the Old Testament is about him? Number two, why is it fitting to call Old Testament types of Christ shadows? Number three, what purpose or purposes does the law serve?